everybody to the Sports Coach Sportscast. I'm your host, Nate Koros, along with my co-host, David Nimitz. Um, and Ben is unfortunately, he's going on a golf trip with the golf team, so you will not be here today. Um, but yeah, we're just going to go go right into it. Um, a lot of big stuff to happen we got to get through, so let's just get right into it. So Calvert Hall. Um, junior varsity baseball won 13 to three against Hereford. Um, I don't know. Do you know if that was a scrimmage or a game? I'm assuming that was a scrimmage, but I'm not sure on because, that. Yeah, because we don't really play. We don't play um, actual regular season games against public schools. I don't, I don't think. think so. No. Um, varsity lacrosse lost a heartbreaker to um, Hill Academy. I think last I heard they were down four to Hill Academy with like two minutes left or something. So. Um, tough game. They're one of the best teams in Canada. Um, yeah. Um, and then the upcoming week today, Tuesday, March 14th, we have another junior varsity scrimmage at Perry Hall. Um, we have a bar- varsity scrimmage at Verse Perry Hall at home. Um, we have junior, junior varsity golf on Wednesday. Um, also on Wednesday, we have varsity golf. Um, no location is presented. Uh, we have a junior varsity tennis meet against at Archbishop Curley. Um, big matchup there. Yeah. Uh, Fresh off baseball has a scrimmage at Parkville. So uh, let's go, let's go brother Javi and uh, Coach Tooch. Uh, then also Wednesday we have JV Rugby against Spalding at home. Um, Thursday, March 16th, we have uh, Junior Varsity Golf and Varsity Golf. We also have Varsity Tennis um, at Sidwell. We also have Junior Varsity Baseball at home versus North County High School. Um, They play on the the turf, right? What? Junior Varsity Baseball. Yeah, I mean, if if it's a home game, it's at the... Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought they had a different location. No. Mm-mm. Um, and then varsity baseball plays Mater Lakes Academy on Thursday. On Friday, there's more golfs. Friday, there's more varsity and junior varsity golf. Um, they're away. They're in North Carolina. Um, then Friday, there's a junior varsity lacrosse game versus Loyola. Uh, junior varsity, This I think, is the start of their regular season against Good Counsel. Um, fresh soft baseball at Good Council, varsity lacrosse at Lawrenceville, varsity rugby at Loyola, uh, varsity baseball at Bell and Jesuit. Saturday, there's more golf. Saturday, there's a junior varsity baseball game uh, at home versus South River. Fresh soft baseball game at home versus Damatha. And a Baseball game at St. Aquinas Varsity. A varsity baseball game at St. Aquinas. Sunday, there's more golf. There's golf basically all week. And then Monday, there's when they get back, junior varsity golf has uh, a matchup against Loyola. And then fresh soft lacrosse plays at home versus Pilates on Monday. And varsity baseball plays at home versus St. Stephen's on Monday. So a lot of games, a lot of stuff to go in over. The up, 
coming week. And now we get into the NFL news, which is this might take up our entire time, as this is what they what do they call it? legal tampering. Yeah. Started and then the actual free agency starts today. Right. So we'll start. I think it's tomorrow. Oh, okay. But we'll don't, hold on, let me check. We'll start from the very beginning. Um, last week, or four days ago, the Bears, they traded their first overall pick for picks 9 and 61 this year, a first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, um, and they also gave up DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that trade dave i thought it was a little much i thought it was to go a lot, up eight spots but, but i think they're probably in a bidding war with other teams would be my guess right and people i think people see dj Moore and they think well that's a lot but they were gonna off they've been rumored to offload him for like probably a year now i mean dj Moore at most is probably worth a second but i would say it might be even like a third so i don't know i thought it was a good deal for both sides but obviously it depends on who the Panthers take at one right if they take Stroud or Richardson I think well I can maybe I could I could justify Stroud because you he probably won't be there at nine but you could have traded up to get um Richardson probably two spots maybe three and he might even be there at nine so yeah it seemed if I had to guess they're taking Bryce Young but I guess yeah that's we don't know that's what I thought as well. Next, we're going to go in chronological order here. Okay. And I'm going to, like, just ask you how you feel. Um, the Texans, the start of their their entire free agency, just frenzy, they're signing Robert Woods to a two-year $15 million deal um, to complement their quarterback who they're definitely going to draft. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's just Robert Woods. It's Bobby Trees. Not much to say about him. It's just, <laughs> it's just Robert Woods. It's it's it seems it's an interesting player. I feel like for the, well, I think, the Texans, though. Well, I think they're gonna lose Brandon Cooks, so it's like just bringing another veteran. Yeah, to go along with you know I mean, elite receivers slot. like Nico Collins. <laughs> oh, well, they might have uh they might get Mechie back. They will have John Mechie, or hopefully, hopefully they have John Mechie. Um, yeah. Rumors the Buccaneers are potentially going to target Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback for next year. I know you would love that. I just hope Baker gets a job somewhere. I would be happy if it was in Baltimore. That would be, I'd be so happy. But if he was the starting quarterback yeah, for the Ravens, be thrilled. Is that sarcasm or is no? That... I'm so serious. <laughs> okay. Next, a big move. Jalen Ramsey traded to the Dolphins. For a third round pick, this and is that, big. And it's actually big. We're forgetting superstar tight end Hunter Long. Yeah, Hunter Long's obviously the main piece of this deal with his <laughs> one career reception. Is that true? It's something like that. It's one career reception or one career target. I why they felt the need to include Hunter Long into the deal baffles me, but you never know. You never know. The Rams could be turning out tight ends. Like Hunter Long. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Hunter Long with his his one career target is pretty solid. <laughs> is it one career target? Davis pulling it up. Oh no, no, no. This is. Is it worse? Well, one it, career this was penalty? in twenty twenty one. One reception, eight yards. 
But then he's also a stud on special teams with his one solo tackle. <laughs> uh, not a lot of production for Hunter Long. He's only 24, though. Yeah, he's a third-round pick. Oh, okay. Out of Boston College. We'll see how that turns out. But I like it for the Dolphins. I think it's... You like you know, it for the Dolphins. Yeah. I don't think a third-round pick is that much. I think the Rams are in shambles. The, I don't, the Rams are in shambles. It's... It's actually really they sad. They should blow it all up. It's it's over. And give up. One of the best defensive tackles on the market, De'Aaron Payne. How do you say it? I thought it was De'Ron. De'Ron, you're right. Not De'Aaron. I don't know. De'Ron Payne um, signs a four-year, $90 million, $60 million guaranteed. Resigns with the Commanders. This was expected. Yeah. I feel like um, there were some rumors, but... Solid pick. He probably just broke the defensive tackle market. Well, now the commanders are paying two defensive tackles a bunch of money with along with Jonathan Allen. So, Well, I mean, they deserve to be paid. I'm no not question. saying that. I'm That was not what I was saying. Yeah, I, was I know. Saying it's there's just, a lot of money to go to the defensive tackle market. Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's really strange. Did you see the commander's report card, by the way? Like you saw the team's report card, I did. I did see a little bit of that. I the commanders had like five Fs, and there was like seven categories. It's rough. It's um, rough. what's up, Dan Snyder? Yeah. Shout out to the Ravens strength and conditioning coaches receiving the thirty-second <laughs> out of thirty-two. F. Yeah, good work, boys. <laughs> That's probably why you guys are injured all the time because well, you don't have good strength. Because then and a lot of players came out and were like, "This is true." Like it was. It was nice. Uh, it was great to see. Steelers are ranked 22 overall with with uh, the worst fam- familial relations. So, like, they don't – the families of the players apparently are not treated well in Pittsburgh. Right. Big W? I mean, they can't even treat their, treat their stars right, like Lev Bell. <laughs> you mean juice? Juice. Anyway, <laughs> Quincy Williams re-signed for three years, $21 million. Solid linebacker for the Jets. Yeah. Nothing too special. It's a good piece to have. He's young. He's very, I mean, what is he, like 25? Yeah. Shout out Earl. Johnny Smith traded to the Falcons. Uh, or, yeah, for a seventh. So, basically just offloading him, trying Thompson. to get rid of some money. Yeah, that's that's all that is. Johnny Smith is getting paid way too much money. I don't know what the heck he's going to do on the Falcons, though. I don't know what their plan is. I guess. I mean, they got Pitts and Pitts then. Pitts could play receiver, honestly, and Johnny well, could be their starter. Arthur time. Smith.
let Roquan walk, and then they signed TJ and and Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, which we'll get to. It's like it's like you're getting worse because I feel like Roquan. As long as he got paid, it wouldn't have been a big deal. He would have stayed. I don't know. I feel like... And I think Roquan's just better than Tremaine Edmonds by a lot, and I would pay oh, him. Oh, I don't know by, by a lot. Yes, I think by a lot. But I think Tremaine Edmonds is a very good linebacker. Yeah, but who knows how he's going to play without Matt Milano right next to him. I mean... That is true. It's a horrible Bears front, front like, three. Eddie front. Goldman? Did he retire? I don't I think know. Eddie Goldman retired. Exactly. That's... <laughs> that says all you need to know about that. I, we'll see. I Dude, think Tremaine Evans is a good player. I, I, I feel. Just not I feel like a casual. I don't know anybody on their front line. This is this is my point here. Who's on the? I know Akeem Hicks isn't on the team anymore. Me too. That's is Bilal Nichols on the squad? He is. <laughs> I know Bilal Nichols is on the squad. Oh, cool. Thanks, Bears, for the your your blank depth chart that I see. <laughs> So they don't have a front seven is what you're saying. Yeah, if we were actually right, they have nobody <laughs> on their whole team. All right, we'll get back to that one. Ravens release Clayus Campbell with the uh, potential to resign. See, I don't even see Bilal Nichols You on don't team. see Bilal Nichols? <laughs> I think you're just wrong. I think What I, team is maybe, Bilal Nichols on? Please tell me. Is he a free agent? Oh, my God, he's a Raider. Oh he's no. a Raider? Oh no. Since when? Since when is This is their front... They have Travis Gibson, Mike He's young. Mike Pinnell Jr., Justin oh. Jones, oh. and Demarcus Walker. Oh, no. Demarcus Walker just signed somewhere else, I swear. I swear Demarcus Walker just signed. Hold it on. looks like he was a Titan. He might I think he's a Titan now, maybe. I don't This is the Bears front seven. Oh no, horrible. they just signed Demarcus mm. Walker. To try to um why don't they sign Clayus Campbell? Yeah, man. Actually, that would be kind of nasty. But like, why? Demarcus Walker. Why didn't they sign Marcus Davenport? <laughs> the questions we will never know. The or why didn't they sign literally anybody? They needed interior line help, and they screw it. We're signing Tremaine Edmonds and T.J. Edwards instead. Right? Why would you sign T.J. Edwards if you know you could get one of those big name defensive tackles? I don't know what the Bears are doing. We should move. We should. <laughs> You know they might build a new stadium once. I did see that, yeah. Something, something strange. Um, Jared Stidham agreed to a two-year deal worth $10 million to be the backup for Denver. Let's go. Assuming Russ doesn't cook his way out of Denver this year. That means um, that means Stidham can get his own. He can uh, go in uh, Russ's little personal office that he has. He yeah, wants Stidham, Stidham can have a corner office yeah. right next to Russ. And he can have his own personal foot massager in his yeah. And have all of his coaches in there that aren't even hired by Denver. Um, Javon Hargrave signs a four-year, $80 million, $84 million deal with the 49ers. The 49ers defense is absolutely nasty. It's ridiculous. They're going to be the best defense in football. Easily. <laughs> Just that paired with them producing no-name, amazing talents like Hafunga. Hafunga. Like, who called that nobody like nope. Fred Warner what was he like a fifth round pick yeah Javarius like, Ward I, you know a bunch of guys yeah it's I mean their defense is just loaded yeah um I think they're tr releasing Trey Greenlaw but they're releasing they, him I thought they they said they were releasing him um and then they got Kinlaw 
<laughs> Kinwall's the guy they spent the first round pick on. That's funny. Yeah. I don't I don't see anything about Drake Greenlaw, but I'll maybe he was D Ford. And I was thinking about the Chiefs. <laughs> maybe he was D Ford. What happened to D Ford? Oh no, D Ford was on the Niners and then Right, because Frank wait. Wait, Frank Clark was a Seahawk who became a Chief and D Ford was a Chief who I thought became a forty nine. Yeah. Alright, well, I don't know what's the deal with Drake and all this. Anyway. I know he was supposed to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike McGlinchey has accepted a five-year deal worth $87.5 million with the Broncos. That's a good tackle right there. I just don't know how much it's going to matter for this. For the Danger Witch? For this. Def- just the Broncos are a mess. But we'll see if McGlinchey can patch it up, I guess. I guess. I mean... <laughs> Good tackle, good tackle. Good tackle. My boy, shout out, Cam Sutton signed a three-year, $33 million deal with the Lions. Really sad to see him go. Um, High-talent guy, very under the radar. Um, Dave's looking at me crazy like he's not an above-average corner. What's this face for? Just clapping. Do you not like Cam Sutton? No, I have no... No who, who clamped Deshaun Jackson in week 18. This would never happen. You know this. <laughs> uh, shout out to him for getting his bag, though. Jimmy Garoppolo signed with the Raiders. <laughs> what was it, like two years, 67 million? I want to say it was like three that. years, 70 million. But don't, yeah. don't quote me. It was two or three something years. Something like that. In the neighborhood of that. and Which really is confusing because... Agreed. I feel like why... like what Now what do you do in the draft? You have what the fifth pick, something like that. Seventh. Something. It's later. It's top later than 10, top five. It's top ten though. You, I'm just like, what's the? What's, they must not be enamored with any of the quarterbacks. I think that's, which is fine, but then what are they gonna do? Trade down now? I I don't know what they're gonna do to be honest. I think they're in a tough spot. Then you know, I guess they did get Jacoby Myers. They did so. That knocks receiver off the board. I mean, they didn't even need a receiver. They didn't need a receiver. Because now they have Renfro, Myers, and Adams. I guess they're happy with Foster Moreau as their tight end. (laughs) Well, yeah, they just traded Waller, which we'll get to. And then, like, (laughs) their offensive line isn't anything to really. um, They they should get get out and get, like, a guy like Alex Leatherwood in the free agency, though. (laughs) Yeah, they should – but they actually might. They might go after Paris Johnson in the draft, maybe at, at seven. That's what they could do at Or seven. trade down a few spots, maybe get him at ten. Yeah, Or they true. pull a Titans and pick Broderick Jones. Um, either way, it's fine. Is Isaiah Wilson still on the... Isaiah Wilson, I th- is he still is he on he the Giants? Is he still a Giant? Where is he? According to his his about page... He is a former American football offensive tackle. Oh, so you're retired. Oh, so you're retired. Okay. Did he retire? I don't know. That would be really unfortunate. <laughs> Jawan Taylor signs a four-year, $80 million deal, which I thought was a little much with the Chiefs. Um, but this is, well, now. I guess they're going to lose Orlando yeah, Brown, right? It will ensure them losing Orlando Brown. Yeah, for sure. So they basically gave up a first-round pick for two years of mediocre play. They got Nick Bolton. What? In that deal. I thought they traded a first-round pick. 
They got a second back. And they picked Nick Bolton? Yeah. So you guys lost the trade? Yeah. Okay. But Orlando Brown's done nothing but complain the entire time in Kansas Orlando Brown is trash. <laughs> you weren't saying that when he was a Raven? I was when he said he wanted to be a left tackle. I was <laughs> like, buddy, I'll show you the door. Texans. Huge news. Signed Case Keenum to a two-year deal. Let's uh, go. <laughs> to join Davis Mills in the QB room. And I know. In the corner office, which every quarterback should have now. Yeah. With the rounding, yeah. the rousing success of the Danger Witch. <laughs> you know you know his sandwich is in the vault, and it is spicy. It is spicy. I, I wonder if I've he heard. has a fridge full of Danger Witches in his office, in his personal <laughs> exec office. I think he has, like, one of those one of those uh, firefighter poles that he can just go down oh. to the locker room in. But he never does. Yeah, because right. he hates Why his, would he do that? He hates his teammates. He hates his teammates, and his teammates hate him back. Yeah. What's David Blau up to? Is he still in the Lions? David Blau? What's his name? David Blau? Blau. I love David Blau. I think he's still a Lion. That's good. Shout out David Blau. It's a top, that's a top-tier backup in the league right now. I would sign him. Me too. <laughs> uh, Jermaine Pratt is re-signing for three years, $21 million. Um, that's... You know, the Bengals are in shambles right now, so... That's a pretty solid price for Jermaine, Jermaine yeah, Pratt, yeah. I guess. But the Bengals are in shambles. They're It's fine. And we'll get to that right now. Von Bell leaves the Bengals to sign with the Panthers. I mean, Von Bell's like... He was their starting safety. I mean... Him and Dax. Daxton Hill. What? Dax, what is his name? Is it Dax Hill? You forget about Jesse Bates or like... No, no, no. I'm talking about in the strong safety position. Dax Hill, yeah, Michigan. He was below average this year. This is true. Tremaine Edmonds signs a four-year deal worth $72 million with the Bears. We've kind of went over this. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good price for Jermaine, Jermaine Edmonds. What Roquan sign, actually? And speaking of, Jesse Bates agrees to a four-year deal worth $64 million with the Falcons, which I think is an actually really good price for Jesse Bates' production. And the Falcons just seem to be very aggressive in free agency thus far. Um, try, I wouldn't say win now, but they still have to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback. If they're going to um, ride with Ritter or um, or Heineke. Or Heineke. They did sign Taylor Heineke. Or maybe, I mean, I don't know what pick they have, if I'm being quite honest. I would like to see. Because there's, they have eight. I know this because there have been a lot of Ravens oh, trades, mock trades with Lamar. So I you think they have eight. You, you could, whoa, Richardson at eight? possible levis at eight <laughs> if they will levis desmond ritter and heineke would be a interesting Elite. qb room steelers are signing free agent cornerback patrick peterson um to a deal and i think dave is just jealous that the ravens haven't done anything so he's just trying to take it out by saying patrick peterson isn't a good football player he's like 40 he's 31 30, is he actually 31? I don't know. Something. He's like 30, 31, 32. Seen, I thought he's older than that. He could be 33, like if we're being quite honest. He's 32. Never mind. Yeah, he's 32, and he had a career year last year. He, he, he revived his career. Yeah, right. It'll help really uh, shore up the big loss of Cam Sutton. So It is a big loss. What are you talking about? This is ridiculous. It, the Cam Sutton disrespect like he wasn't our cornerback one last year. Like it's That's just, like saying Rashad Bateman's our wide receiver one. It's no, like, it's not. It's go, okay, you love PFF grade, so go look at Cam Sutton's PFF grade and the QB passer rating when throwing at um, Cam, 
Sutton. And we got um, we got him for relatively cheap. I think we got him for two years, $8 million, something like that. So good price. He won't wear number seven, though. So whatever. Okay. Um, do you know how to pronounce this guy's name? Because I do, do not have a clue. Uh, Texans pass rusher Obo Okoronko. No. Is it not? Is that all right? I don't know how to pronounce oh. it. Sorry. Has signed a three year deal worth $22 million. So he'll be making just more than Josh Oliver. How do you feel about that? It's ridiculous. I don't know if anybody watched the Ravens games last year, but you could see some, some textbook blocking from Josh Oliver. Some te- textbook. Um, Beautiful blocker. Beautiful Gatorade pour in the mouth. Yeah, he'd also Huntley would love to throw up a streak to Josh Oliver. Like Josh <laughs> Oliver would catch it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he played a great RBC right by coach. Yeah, um, but don't worry, he he will be remembered for his eighty-yard touchdown against Nate and Madden. Didn't I end up winning that game? That doesn't matter. Okay, the Buccaneers have agreed to a four-year deal with. For $52 million with Jamal Dean, or as Ben likes to say, Jamal Dean, because um, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know his name, and we've said Jamal about 500 times, and he re- he refuses to call him Jamal. Um, but, yeah, that's a great deal for him, at least. I think Jamal Dean's very underrated. Um, next is the 49ers signed my favorite quarterback ever, Sam Darnold, to a one-year deal. I still have a lot of hope left in Sam Darnold. And I think they just signed us as a little bit of an insurance policy in case Lance and uh, Purdy, Purdy aren't ready for yeah, that's fair. next year. And I almost never wish he was in a better spot to uh, to start. start. Yeah, Like the Ravens when you guys lose Lamar? I mean, he'd be the starting quarterback on the Steelers right now. No, I don't think so. I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say no. I don't think that's accurate. Andre Dillard is signing with the Titans. Ah. Big big move for big Andre Dillard. But he will actually start with the release of Taylor Lewan. Right. You got a problem with Andre Dillard? He's a first-round pick by the Eagles. You got a problem with Andre Dillard? This I mean, is the he, only question I ask. He's, like, not good. Okay. Marcus Epps signs a two-year, $12 million deal. With the Raiders, safety. Eagles lose another key point to their secondary, key piece, I should say. Yeah. Um, as they might be losing Bradbury, Slay. Gardner Johnson. Gardner Johnson. They Everybody. already lost Javon Hargrave. TJ Edwards. Yeah. Um, everybody's kind of getting a bag right now, which is quite unfortunate for Philadelphia. They will need to utilize the draft. But they do have the Kobe Dean in the wings. Kobe Dean is actually a good player. I don't know how he fell to the third round, but don't worry, Eagles fans, you have Rashad Penny. <laughs> they signed Rashad Penny, uh, which I think may will uh, insinuate that they won't be drafting a running back in the draft, and that um, Miles Sanders will walk. Miles Sanders will be walking, if I had to guess. Yeah. David Long agrees to a one-year deal with the Dolphins. Let's go. Uh, Dolphins sure up, not sure up, but they they add some depth to their. Linebacking core. Yeah, they Whoever that is with Jerome Baker and company. Yeah. 
Uh, Giants are signing linebacker Bobby Okariki Okariki to a four-year, $40 million with $24 million guaranteed. He's very underrated. He's a good player. With the very course. good player. Um, Giants just getting better and better each day. They're building, building something new there. If only they could do something with the receivers. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see because he just got Waller. First right. round pick. It's true. Eric Hendricks, after being released by the Vikings, signs with the Chargers. I have his contract details somewhere. Where is it? Oh, it is not there yet. We don't know his contract, but I'll assume it won't be for that much. No, he's a with good player, his, though. Yeah, but with his age and whatnot. Um, he has nice hair. Zach Allen signing a three-year deal worth $45 million to the Broncos. Another underrated lineman. Broncos giving out some bags right now. I don't know how they have unlimited money. Jameis staying in New Orleans to it's back up. Jameis should Derek start. Um, he'll sign a one-year deal. Uh, Marcus Davenport signed a one-year deal to the Vikings. Very just average signing. It's a good um, player. This is a big one. Tremont Jones, three-year deal with $48 million to the Seahawks. Seahawks eliminated need in the draft, so they won't be having to settle for Brian Breezy, which is good. Um, speaking of settling, the Browns signed free agent Dalvin Tomlinson to a four-year $52 million contract, and he got more money than both. Well, he signed a, a longer deal, but this was apparently their third option That's because nice. Javon Hargrave was gone. And Draymond Jones was gone. That's so, rough. they just settled. Matt Gay, highest paid kicker of all time. Four-year, $22.5 million contract with, do you know who? No. The Colts. Let's go, Colts. This is how you make moves. <laughs> this is how you build a culture in Indianapolis by giving the kicker $22 million. That's how it's done. This is how you build a franchise from the ground up. As we mentioned, Taylor Henneke signed with the Falcons, and this will be a two-year, $20 million deal. Um, and he could have a chance to start. I think he would actually be the starter right now over Ritter. If I'm yeah, probably. Shaq Mason traded from the Bucks to the Texans um, just to sure up their offensive line with a new quarterback coming in in the draft. Jacoby Myers, three-year Three-year, $33 million deal. I think that's a good price tag for Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Um, I think the Ravens probably could have signed him. But I don't think he had much interest. Yeah. Uh, maybe he signed – no, never mind. I don't know what I was talking about. Donovan Wilson agreed to a three-year, $24 million deal to stay with the Cowboys. Um, that's big. That's huge. I, I don't really know much about Donovan Wilson if I'm being completely – um, Seems like a good player. Raheem Mostert resigns two-year, $5.6 million deal. Him and Jeff Wilson are going to be tearing it up. Yeah. Um, and, well, geez, okay. We got even more news. Um, Kaiser White, two, two years, $11 million to the Cardinals. So the Eagles lose another piece on their defense. Um, something interesting – Michael Thomas, one-year deal on his cap hit is going to be $60 million, 6-0. Yeah, zero. I know. That's, That's robbery. I don't even know how that happens, but whatever. Um, Alan, <laughs> Alan Lazard closing on a deal to go to the Jets. DeMonte KZ re-signs with the Steelers two years. He was very underrated last year. 
Um, played his tail off. Um, yeah. Great guy. Jake Brendel uh, re-signs four-year deal. Uh, apparently, he was a hot commodity in oh, creation. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, Darren Waller, like we said, the Giants will be trading the 100th pick in the draft for him. Good for him. Um, how, free agent linebacker Aziz Al... Al Shire? Al Shire or something? I don't know if that's how you say it. Um, he's signing with the Titans as they lost David Long. And that's it. Right now, we could get updates in the last 10 minutes of the podcast. Yep. Um, but that's what we got now. So, Dave, World Baseball Classic, you watched any of it? No. The U.S. got crushed. By Mexico, yeah. Um, oh, and more more importantly, speaking of tournaments, NCAA tournaments out. This is true. Dave, who's your favorite? My favorite right now, or at least the team that I feel like is going to has the best chance to win it's probably houston i like houston a lot i know i mean their lead guard is out right now but he should be back in time for the first game of the tournament but i think houston's just they're they're so good on defense and they're they're a good offensive team i just think just think they're the best team alabama hasn't been as good as they were before the the news about brandon miller came out I think so. I think that's something to... Locker room issues. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. And who would you... I don't know. I'm not a big college basketball fan, so I didn't really watch a lot of college basketball, but so I was going to ask you these questions. So, who's your biggest sleeper going into the tournament? Somebody who may have gotten a lower seed than they deserved and might have an easier road to the Final Four. There's a couple of teams. I think... Looking at like double digit teams, I like Penn State a lot. Penn State's a good squad. Me I too. Feel like, I feel like they should have been higher. And you know, when you have one of the best players in the country in Jalen Pickett, that just usually bodes well for you in the tournament. I also like Providence, 11 seed. I think they could honestly win a few games and could make it out. But of everybody a- seems to be high on Creighton. Brother, what? They're on. They're not in the same. They're not. I thought they were playing each other. No, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Okay. Six seed, same colors. Yeah. Um, so, like, Providence a lot. And then, I guess, like, I like uh, UConn as a four seed to actually win it all. I think UConn is a good – and Creighton. I like Creighton, too. I think those are probably my sleeper teams at the moment. We'll see how those pan out. Who are you down on? Who am I down on? Uh, People have been mentioning Baylor to me. I don't see that with Baylor. It's just more I like Creighton more. It's not really a personal thing with Baylor. Um, you don't have any beef with Baylor? No, no beef. Uh, Miami, they're starting centers out. You're picking I, Drake? I think I'm picking Drake to win. I'm fading. Honestly? You've obviously mentioned Alabama. Yeah, not like I'm fading them, but just something to keep an eye on. Probably the weakest one, Purdue. No, I'm fading Purdue. Yeah, I think Purdue, Purdue might lose to Duke. When they if Duke plays them, I don't know how to feel about Purdue. And then that's like obviously, I guess another top seed maybe Texas could be not a huge fan of the. I think Penn State could give Texas a scare or Texas A and M. Whoever wins that seven ten matchup could give Texas a scare in the second round. Iowa State, obviously. <laughs> I don't think anybody's favoring Iowa State or Iowa very highly. That's true. Yeah. Um, 
I've seen. I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know how Iowa ended up being an eight seed. Yeah, me neither. There have been some interesting rankings of the Big Ten squads. Right, like, um, what's it called? Uh, some people were mad that Duke was a five seed. Wow, Duke's one of the hottest teams in the country, so it's it's tough. I think they're they're coming together at at a really good time right now. I think they can make a run without Coach K. First championship without Coach K? It's possible, man. I wouldn't put it out of a uh, realm of possibility. Are you fading Tennessee? Yes. I'm fading, actually, Tennessee and Virginia, the two four seeds on that left side of the Virginia bracket. Virginia just doesn't score. Virginia, they're going to play great defense, but the games they play are just too close for me. <laughs> it's too scary. Now, how do you feel about your hometown team, Maryland? Honestly, I've seen a lot of people picking West Virginia. I'm not sure how to feel about that. I think the Terps have a strong... Well, it's just because West Virginia is a more known basketball program. I mean, Maryland's a better probably all-time basketball program than West Virginia is. Yeah, but like the whole uh, West Virginia like defense... Press Virginia? Yeah, and they're just like... I don't know, they, I feel like more, they got more notoriety, but like... It's also the, the... The Terps have been so inconsistent. The Terps are really inconsistent. I'm hoping they get a win against West Virginia... And I think if the Terps are playing well, they can give Alabama a run for their money. I, I think they've proved this year they can get a lot of teams a run for their money. That's right, yeah. I think they can give really any team in the country. You know, they if they're playing their best, they have the they can do that. I just well, not against UCLA. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't mention UCLA around Dave. Get that thirty piece. That's actually tragic. <laughs> that game was out like nine. I just gave up like <laughs> um and then yeah i feel like when you're picking tournament games it's really i think inconsistency is the scariest thing when you're picking a team to make a run of course like you see a team like say uh not san diego state is it san diego state no i'm not sure one of the west coast teams who i thought was gonna well, yeah, like Utah State was one of my sleepers, right? Right. But I see him losing to San Diego State twice in the tournament team, and I just see him having bad losses, and it's like, it's just like, it scares me a little bit. And I can't yeah. remember who else we were talking about who's had some bad losses. Arizona. Arizona. Arizona, who I pick um, as one of my favorites and Final Four team. I just, we pulled up the losses. They lost to like, there's a couple sketchy ones in there. It is. I feel like I don't even know, and I feel like the biggest kind of blinder to a lot of teams and their capabilities is hot streaks. Right. You know, you go into a tournament, maybe winning your last nine out of ten, and people see it and they just say, "Well, they're on a roll." Mm-hmm. No offense to your Duke take, but Duke didn't they just win the ACC? They did. So that's different. You know, it's different. It's um. But yeah, I don't, I don't really yeah, know. See, you can go back to like last year with North Carolina. Like, obviously, that's a talented team, but then, you know, they just kind of got hot, and then you can see they put, it was like the same team basically as last year, and they were bad. So it's really like they just got hot for that period of time and were able to kind of capitalize on it. I think college basketball is at least tournaments just so funny with how we like perceive matchups like we see five and 12 and our minds instantly go to upset yeah because that's that's, that's like the that's like the 
that's like the barrier. That's like you see thirteen and four, and you're like, okay, thirteen seeds gonna get smoked. But then yeah. you see twelve and five, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can see all the twelve seeds upsetting the five, and it never happens. You maybe get one. I one feel like there's two. always one that will at least one twelve. But I feel like there's a lot. There's at least one thirteen seed that is gonna upset a four seed. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then, and then, like. Eleven and six, I feel like everybody picks his, picks eleven. Right. I besides you with Creighton. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty much the most stressful thing for me to pick brackets. I know. I feel like the the less you know, honestly, the better you'll probably be at the brackets. Well, yeah, I, like you probably know a lot, so it probably took you like thirty minutes to pick your brackets. I mean, this isn't true, but I. I don't know. I probably put too much thought into it, anyways. Well, think about think about like picking a thirty-two team bracket with the NFL teams going up in matchups with rankings. Like that's how I like think about it when I go. I don't know a lot about college basketball. How is it so hard for people to pick games? And then I'm like, I'm seeing NFL teams square off, and literally anybody can beat anybody. Right. I mean, it's obviously a little different because you just have some low-budget programs in the NCAA that sneak in just to be a first-round, just uh, what's a filler. But um, yeah, but it's also like, obviously, I know what you're saying with NFL, but then with basketball, you really just need one guy. Like, all these, like, mid-major programs, right. if they have that one stud, he's just going to cook you, and then that's... Like Doug? That, <laughs> Doug was trash. Don't... Doug is garbage. The Doug over- was not... Most overrated player of all time is Are Doug. You serious? What about the guy from UMBC, the point guard who like, I can't remember his name, but I remember watching the game against Virginia, the oh, infamous game, and he um he was cramping on the sideline because he put up like Jimmy Butler, finals, in the bubble type numbers and effort, and he was literally eating saltine crackers on the sideline and like apple juice, drinking apple juice to try to get uh, recuperated. Like, that type of guy. And that, that guy was such a stud, man. I mean... Like a Steph Curry-type run. Or a oh Gordon, yeah, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I mean... That UMBC team was special. I'm calling it Jameer Young. Gonna have... Hopefully. Gonna, gonna have a Steph Curry-like run in this tournament. I, it's possible. Or a John Morant-like run. For... Was it Murray State? Murray State. We won't speak on John Morant in this podcast. I'm sorry, John Morant. <laughs> yeah. And he checked into rehab, so at least he's bettering himself. You know? Yeah. And we only have like 15 minutes, 15 seconds left on this podcast, and we, um, we're we going to talk about John Morant. <laughs> That's right. probably a great, not a great thing to end on. Um, but the NBA, we're going to have to talk about that in the coming weeks as their Playoffs. season winds down. Um, and we push towards the playing tournament right. for them, which is always my favorite part of the year. I don't know about you. I just get giddy about the playing tournament. Always. Hopefully the Lakers can make a run. I'm really rooting for the Lakers to make the playoffs this year. D'Lo looks amazing. Schroeder had a nice night last night. Pacers, we up. We're going to try to get in a play-in. But basically our team, the Pacers literally get blown out if Hall- if uh, Halliburton isn't playing. Yeah, that makes sense. Like they, like Halliburton and Benny didn't play yesterday. They lost to the Pistons by twenty. The Speaking Pistons. of the Pistons, right before we end, 
James Wiseman is on the come up. Double double last night, eighteen and fourteen. All he needed was a change of scenery. Let's go, James Wiseman. Let's go, James Wiseman. I love James Wiseman. That's what I'm gonna end it on. Stay classy, Cardinals, and let's go, James Wiseman. Oh, oh, oh.